a radio show that confesses Christ without confusing the law and the gospel. A radio show that takes scripture seriously without taking ourselves so seriously. You're listening to Table Talk Radio. Jesus does not lie. And he told me, you're baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He told me, this is my blood shed for you. He told me, whoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. And I've heard the Lord's voice in the absolution, forgiven. He's, he's told me that he, uh, that he loves the world, that he died for the world, that he shed his blood to save me and forgive me. He said it, and he doesn't lie. Those sins, which we're supposed to be conquering, have been conquered, not by our striving to overcome them, but have they been conquered by the death of Jesus. Those sins, even those pet sins that we're supposed to overcome, even the, the sins that we keep coming back to, those have been crucified with Christ. Uh, and now uh, sanctification is, is putting to death the old, the old Adam, the old flesh, by confessing our sins. I wasn't paying attention to what you just said. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading Facebook statuses. Welcome to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Uh, this is, by the way, your last week to vote on the new theme music. If you love our awesome theme music, then you can just tell me that by sending us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org, or by calling our voicemail system, 1-800-385-7652, which happens to spell also SOLA, 1-800-385-SOLA. Are you over there? You wake, wake up. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> good grief. <laughs> <sighs> sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was busy reading Facebook status. <laughs> All right, let's. What I'm supposed to say? So, today on Table Talk Radio, we're oh. doing the emotional manipulation of a co host. Um, uh, <laughs> did you, did Am you I not, manipulating you or are you, you manipulating me? You're manipula- manipulating our, our, uh, our listeners, trying to uh, Use some sort of a drama to influence them to vote for your theme music, but it's not going to work. Yeah, my our, our listeners are are way uh, way far too trained for that kind of business. Right, that's right. Yeah, good thing. Uh, good thing you're not um, at all influencing them. <laughs> what did you call it? Rock and awesome. I'm I, trying to pay attention. I, I'm just influencing them through uh, objective assertions, not uh, drama and. And uh, whatever it is you're doing over there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to talk about how I was uh, just at the deathbed of a member and we were listening to um, <laughs> Superstitious. If you want to know what the, the world re- is happening, we're recording a TV show today. I mean, a radio show. That's what we're... Yeah, we're on, we're in radio now. Uh, Ten Commandments in the News is uh, the first game we're playing, and then name... This is a new game, by the way, on Table Talk Radio. Name that article of the creed. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds pretty I good. wonder how that one works. I got uh, it covered. I got the rules now. Oh, I got it. I don't have... And we're also playing Ten Commandments in the News. Let me look this up here. Okay. Don't worry. Is that, is that got it? it covered. Is that all we're doing? All right. And Facebook status theology. Man, so, I had to actually do some work for this show. You you only have seeing to, as you don't look at Facebook. Hold on, you only have to listen to the uh, first three halves of this show, and then you can just tune out. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's then start off with some buzzwords. Uh, since I know you're still looking for a buzzword, I will go first. Uh, my theological oh, buzzword. buzzword for you is tentatio. Um, oh, nice. Which is a Latin the result word. of listening to that theme. <laughs> 
<laughs> Meeting temptation. I told you how to do self-induce tentatio the other day. Are you going to talk about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Evan calls me up. Oh, man. <laughs> so, trying to, he's trying to understand his emotions as a new pastor. I know. Okay, that's enough. Okay. Uh, put you in an executive session while I explain the theological buzzword. Uh, tentatio is a Latin meaning of uh, temptation from Luther's teaching on what makes a theologian uh, prayer, meditation, temptation, or ratio, meditatio, tentatio. Uh, so uh, Luther said uh, one becomes a theologian uh, through, through prayer, uh, and namely that when we, when we pray God's word back to him, and then we meditate on this word. And then also the, the third piece of this uh, becoming a theologian, which, which none of us uh, like so much, but that, uh, that is uh, spiritual affliction, that uh, through the study of God's word and this meditation, uh, the devil the devil comes then to to tempt us, uh, and that that too uh, then flings us back more to God's word uh, and and uh, and prayer. So, oratio uh, meditatio tentatio. But pastor, your your uh, word is tentatio, and you are now out of executive session. Well, thank you. Uh, the, by the way, this tentatio is the passive part of the equation. So you can go and orat and meditat, but you cannot tentat. It comes to you. <laughs> If you were wondering. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, I got a buzzword for you. Uh, martyr. Mm. Hey, look at that. Uh, martyr comes from the Greek martyreo, which means to witness, namely to be an eyewitness. So the apostles and Paul, for example, the, uh, were eyewitnesses of, to, of Christ. And so they went out witnessing, that is saying, uh, giving official testimony to the things that they had seen and the things that they had heard. Uh, so so they were witnesses. And then the early Christians uh, then become... Uh, witnesses, martyreos, because they, too, speak what they have heard. Uh, and for that, uh, the Caesars uh, give them the gift of uh, dying. And they say, you know the whole thing in the early church, whenever we had these waves of persecution, uh, it became a capital crime to be a Christian because you're supposed to say the Caesars, Lord, and the Christians refused. And they said only Jesus is Lord, so they'd cut off their heads or burn them at the stake or throw them to the lions or whatever. And so the word witness then became, uh, the word martyreo then became equated with dying for the faith because they would witness um, to the things they'd heard and then uh, then they would be killed for it. So martyr um, uh, means one who's spoken uh, of the things they've heard of Christ and for that has died. Very good. Okay. Uh, Tertullian wrote, by the way, the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. And Luther loved to talk about that. Luther quoted that all the time. Very good. Okay, I have uh, now an email for us to respond to. This goes back when... Email. <laughs> I got a text message from someone, uh, and he goes, I don't get that noise that Pastor Wolfleter keeps doing. What, what's, what's it a reference to? <laughs> so we should explain that that uh, little noise, that weird, bizarre thing that you do... <laughs> Email. It's in reference to a uh, YouTube video called uh, Strong Bad, and he writes, he responds to these emails, and he's just typing, he always makes that noise. And it uh, has come before Pastor Wolfman's attention because uh, our, our dear friend of the show, uh, Pastor Jonathan Fisk, in his YouTube videos, World Be Everlasting, also uses that little clip uh, as, as a way to respond to emails as well. So... Fix the infuser of awesomeness. Isn't that what he says he does? <laughs> yeah. So those of you who are in the dark about uh, Pastor Wolfman's weird noises, you are now... Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
enlightened. <laughs> All right. We got an email at uh, – actually, this one came to me, uh, Evan, at tabletalkradio.org. He says, hey, Pastor, congratulations on making it. And remember, we are called to preserve – Oh, yeah, you're a pastor now. <laughs> stand fast, long suffer, and be sent out as sheep among wolves. Scooby-Doo, Scooby snacks among the hungry Scoobies. Oh, perhaps I'm taking the analogy too far. But seriously, may God bless you in the pastorate. Now, before I continue, do you remember when uh, you we were playing Name That Theologian? You were quoting John Wesley, and I was on track with Luther until you got to the last one about perfectionism. Yeah. And I said, I know the, I, I know a particular Methodist listener who's going to be writing in, and he did. Here it is. Right, says, nice. Yes, there are Methodists who, like John Wesley, still believe in believe the Lord's Supper can be a means of grace. I am one. However, unlike John Wesley, I don't believe that we can be led to, per, to perfection in this life, since we are both sinner and saint until we are called to glory due to having Adam in us by nature as well. As believers, the imputation of Christ's righteousness, anyone who reaches full, full perfection would not die, since the wages of sin is death, by which we uh, can see that we are all sinners since we pay the penalty of death of the flesh. Surely we have perfection as saints uh, upon being saved, but imperfection as sons of Adam by being uh, by being in the not yet redeemed flesh. So here's another example of someone who needs to just become a Lutheran. <laughs> That's right. I always love these emails about how I'm a Calvinist, but basically I'm a Lutheran. I'm a Methodist, but basically I'm a Lutheran. You know this? Yeah. yeah. I'm a Roman Catholic, but basically I'm a Lutheran. Well, just for heaven's sakes, be a Lutheran then. <laughs> he says, I love, the, I love the fact that Wesley sounded like Luther to you until he mentioned that pesky perfectionism thing. And now here he comes uh, to you, Pastor Wolfmiller. He says, I vaguely remember Pastor Wolfmiller uh, having a dig at Calvinists for being of various different... No, no. <laughs> I would never dig a Calvinist. That's some other radio show. <laughs> for being of various different kinds of confession and thought and seem to insinuate that such a plague is not also among, among the house of Lutheranism. And he says... I think my assertion was that being a Calvinist is like being a wine connoisseur. You know, ah, I like the French version. No, no, I like the <laughs> German version. But he yeah. says, oh, right. really? Would he be happy to be described as a member of the core Lutherans, the breakaway from ELCA, or from the ELCA, or a pietist Lutheran, or a member of the Missouri Synod? Oh, uh, he says, too far there. Uh, forgive, <laughs> yeah, that's too forgive far. Forgive my flippant mood. So uh, how do you then <laughs> respond here to uh, to uh, Pastor Pastor Watts here from... Oh, I don't know where he's from. The answer is, even though these different Lutherans are different, they all have the same confession. I mean, there's no different confessions. You don't have like a... I mean, they all have the Book of Concord. Now, I will grant you that the ELCA and a long line of American Lutherans have not uh, taken the Book of Concord as a confessional document, and that would be our difference between them. I mean, one of the differences. They see it as historical. We see it as a right exposition of the Scripture. But it's not like there's a... Uh, a Wittenberg confession and an Augsburg confession and then some other sort of uh, English Lutheran confession. There's just one book of confessions, not the thousands and thousands of Calvinist ones. Right, so if they depart from that confession, then they themselves are removing themselves from that confession. Exactly. All right, Table Talk Radio, we'll be right back. La, 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 whatever. La, 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 it doesn't matter. La, la, la. Table Talk Radio. 
the disaster continues. And we're back. Table Talk Radio. Ten Commandments in the News is the game. Uh, Pastor, what are the rules to the game Ten Commandments in the News? I don't know if this actually even applies as a game. Well, I guess it is. So what we do is we read a news story, and then we find the commandments in the news story, what commandments are referred to. They don't have to be broken, just referenced. And then... um, and then the thing that we do after that is we play the casual apologetics game. In other words, if you were talking to someone about this particular news story, how might you speak of spiritual things, law and gospel, etc.? All right. Are you That's ready for goes, mine? I think. Oh, yeah. You're ready? You got one? Yeah, here it is. You know, I, I think Governor Perry would agree with me that if you dealt four aces, that doesn't make you necessarily a great poker player. And, and, and four aces... And the four aces that are terrific aces the nation should learn from were the ones I described. Zero income tax, low regulation, right to work state, oil in the ground in a Republican legislature. Those things are terrific. And by the way, there has been great job growth in Texas. Under Ann Richards, job growth was 2.5% a year. Under George Bush, was 3% a year. Under Rick Perry, it's been 1% a year. Those are all good numbers. Those are all good numbers. But Texas is a great state. And I'll tell you, if you think that the country is like Texas, going swimmingly well then somebody who's done that is just terrific. But if you think the country needs a turnaround, that's what I do. Well, I was going to say, Mitch, you were doing pretty good until you got to talking poker. <laughs> but the fact is, uh, the state of Texas has led the nation. While the current resident of the White House is overseeing the loss of 2.5 million jobs, Texas has, during my period as governor, created over a million jobs. And we did that during some pretty tough economic uh, period. One of the things that's really important, one of the things that the Fed Reserve chairman said was the most powerful, one of the most powerful things that happened was tort reform that we passed in that state. And you want to talk about some powerful job creation, tell the trial lawyers to get out of your state and to quit costing businessmen and women. That's what needs to happen in the state, and it's also what needs to happen at the federal level, passing federal tort reform at those federal levels. That is an exchange by uh, Mick Romney and Governor Rick Perry, provided by AP Network News. All right, uh, Ten Commandments involved? Yeah, yeah, there's a few of them. Uh, this, is, this is from the most recent Republican debate, eh? Uh, I've still been meaning to look that thing up because I wanted to watch it because I, I had to miss it for some reason. I had a meeting at church or something, recording table talk radio, something's going on. Uh, but, there, yeah, there's a few commandments in there. Um, the first one is that when you're talking about jobs and uh, and work, you're talking about the first commandment, uh, uh, the seventh commandment, the first article of the creed, uh, the seventh commandment, uh, you shall not steal. Uh, so, so any sort of... Um, um, uh, so, so any sort of work on the, this way, that that um, or discussion of work or discussion of uh, property, discussion of putting your name on a thing like this, discussion of money, has to do with the Seventh Commandment. And um, Governor Perry rightly will relate that to the Eighth Commandment, and that's tort reform. Remember, the Eighth Commandment is what gives us justice, uh, protects our good reputation, and gives us the courts. 
So that was an interesting sort of thing to see the seventh commandment and the eighth commandment related to one another, huh? Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. Uh, casual apologetics conversation game. Oh, that's a tricky one. What, are you, what, can you think of something? No, I was hoping you would. <laughs> I mean, how, uh, maybe how, uh, the question that we want to ask is how do we um, how do we talk about politics as Christians? How do we understand it? Well, I wrote a little article, and I think we need to do a little bit more of this. A couple years back on the ten, uh, the Voter's Guide to the Ten Commandments. So when we and maybe this this game itself is um is a is a beginning to the casual apologetics game because when the Lord gives the seventh commandments he's he's giving and protecting institutions he's giving and protecting orders of things the way things go and um and so we want to um I think we, we we when we then recognize that the ten commandments have to do with these things that are being discussed in politics um. Uh, then we're already there in the conversation. Oh, you know, the other commandment, though, is the fourth commandment, because government derives out of, uh, and all authority on earth derives out of the um, fourth commandment of parents. And maybe that's a, another important point, too. Uh, when we say that government derives from the authority of parents, what we don't need is a nanny state. But, in fact, the the government to say we are an aid to parents in protecting and raising children, etc., uh, but we're there to help, not to do the work ex- itself, so... Very good. But I don't know. I don't know what else. Uh, I think you got him. I think that's pretty good. All right. Uh, do you have one for me? Uh, I was looking at this one. Facebook social ads are for real. Oh, here, man. Do you one. always just get Facebook ads? This is oh, You probably have like this Google thing where it sends you updates on Facebook news articles. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> don't worry. You'll get your fill of Facebook. You always get on my case for Facebook. Oh, my goodness. Turkey, here's the here's the title. Uh, Turkey rock star premiere sprinkles fuel on embers of Arab anger. Okay. Recep Tayyip Erdogan isn't exactly a name to Wait, slip off the tongue. I was going to say, who is that again? <laughs> Tayyip Erdogan. Oh. Uh, but the Turkish prime minister has been attracting more than his fair share of attention as a showdown approaches in New York over a bid by Palestinians to win a vote on its claim to statehood. Erdogan, according to Times Magazine, was received like a rock star by thousands of adoring supporters at Cairo's airport. While on the first leg of his Arab Spring tour that includes visits to Tunisia, uh, what is it? I didn't even know this place. Tunisia? Where's Tunisia? And Libya. The reason was Turkey's high-profile campaign uh, to isolate and embarrass Israel while lobbying on behalf of the Palestinians. Relations between Turkey and Israel, which for the years reflected mutual respect, if not great affection, has nosedived since a UN in, since a UN report on last year's Gaza flotilla confrontation, in which nine Turks died, concluded Israel's blockade was justified, but concluded Israel used excessive force. Turkey demanded an apology, which Israel refused. Ever since, er- Erdogan has been jacking up the heat, claiming the confrontation has been a cause for war which was avoided only out of Turkish grandeur and patience. Now he's in Egypt where he told Arab foreign ministers recognition of a Palestinian state is not an option, it's an obligation. Ordinary Egyptians cheered, but Time magazine reports the Turkish leader isn't winning any friends among the interim government. Ugh, okay. What a miserable news story you picked. Um, I'm, by the way, looking up uh, 
all this Turkish news because I'm going to go over there. Hey, everybody, remember? Maybe looking Turkey news is not a good way to get people to come with us to Turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, Tunisia, I just looked up here, is the uh, 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 Tunisian Republic, the northernmost country in Africa. It's ti- It's a tiny little country. Oh, who even? It was like if you know if Italy succeeded in kicking the boot, it would land in this country, Tunisia, <laughs> the smallest African country. I had to think about that for a second. Italy kicking the boot. Oh yeah, now I know what you're talking about. Um, I have. What is this news thing even about? Okay, sum, summarize. Give me, the, give me the Wolf Mueller synopsis of this news news story. Well, I don't even know. So, so the Palestinians are lobbying the UN to recognize them as official state. Of course, uh, Israel is completely opposed to that. Now, Turkey and Israel always used to be buddies, but uh, there was some sort of incident where some guys from Turkey were floating and they got blocked by Israel and they died. And and uh, Turkey says this would be cause for war if we weren't so patient with you. So now they're uh, so the the premier of Turkey is went over to Egypt to kind of uh, cause a big stink about uh, how the U.N. needs to recognize uh, Palestine as a nation. What's going to probably happen in the U.N. is the United States is going to veto it, but it still is going to be passed. And so Palestine will be officially recognized as a its own nation. Meanwhile, in Palestine, some whatever is considered the capital of Palestine, the postmaster there has printed his own stamps, I heard today, that hmm. say, or just country of origin Palestine. And it's not even a real country. <laughs> so this is the whole thing that's happening over there. Okay. Um, I have no idea. Fifth commandment is going on. I mean, anytime you uh, talk about uh, this war going on, killing will be involved. Um, of course, there is a whole discussion under that, which we won't necessarily get into here, uh, but this conversation of, of the fifth commandment and soldiers uh, fighting in war. But that's neither here nor there. Um uh, but you know when these when these countries are just um, uh, going at each other to try and get whatever they want and, we, and, and pummeling whoever they need to to, to get there, uh, there's certainly uh, a fifth commandment there. I don't know what else. I, you got me in this. This is a tough one. What other commandments well, do you have? Fourth commandment. So anytime there's governments involved, okay, fourth, fourth commandment. commandment. Here's another. Here's a paragraph you can pull a uh, commandment out of. Last week's Egypt intermilitary government stood aside as Egyptians ransacked the Israeli embassy. Ignoring U.S. entreaties to intervene, later they used the incident to justify reimposing the emergency rule long enforced under deposed leader Hosni Mubarak. So in less than a week, the generals of upset Israel offended the U.S. and angered Egyptians. And now the Turkish minister is on hand to stir the pot. Good thing we're not going to Egypt, I guess. Isn't that, I mean, the same thing? Fifth, fifth and fourth seventh commandment? Seventh commandment, though. When you ransack an embassy, that would be certainly seventh commandment also. Oh, okay. Yeah destroying somebody's stuff uh i I think there's some uh, i mean uh, israel and palestine is a tricky sort of question one of the things that doesn't help is israel of course is a great ally of the united states so this we have the kind of we have the and we were talking about this off air the vocation of friend and you have the vocation of friend kind of on a political level uh but the other problem is that we don't realize that the Palestinians, who are Arabs, are not all uh, Muslims. There's a big uh, Christian population of Palestinians, uh, which is something that um, gets ignored by, I think, a lot of people in the United States. Anyway, uh, after complicated this... uh, story, I will admit. All right, we'll be right back on Table Talk Radio.
Table Talk Radio, answering the age-old question. If a radio show is broadcasting and no one listens, does it still make a sound? Welcome back to Table Talk Radio. Time for the brand new game, Name That Article of the Creed. But first, I have a new game we can play, too. Uh, uh, name the rules of that new game of Table Talk Radio. Um, so I'm going to take a crack at this, and then, uh, Pastor Wilson, you can award me points if I'm close. Because this is your, uh, I mean, this is a result of your ingenuity. Uh, so we'll see if I'm close on the rules, right? All right. All right, and, and lots of Table Talk Radio points available for this one. Okay, so I um, yeah, I got five <laughs> extra here. Okay, thanks, <laughs> appreciate it. And a, and a little bit of lint. <laughs> uh, okay, so the the, the three articles of uh, the Apostles' Creed uh, are typically go like this: um, that the first article deals with uh, those uh, earthly gifts that we have. Cause I'm talking about God the Father, and that He He uh, created all things and provides all things that we we need. Luther says, uh, like house, home, clothing, and shoes, food, drink. Um, all that we need to support this body in life. So if, it, uh, if the the item you're laying before us is is dealing with with earthly gifts um, and things of that nature, this would be the first article. The second article deals with uh, our salvation and and the gifts uh, the gifts given to us, the gifts of forget life and salvation, forgiveness won by Christ's death on the cross. Uh, obviously not with gold or silver, but by His holy, uh, innocent, and precious blood. Um, so the items dealing with forgiveness can be a second article, and then items dealing with the church and the bestowing of of the second article gifts, um, like baptism, Lord's Supper, uh, the communion of saints, uh, anything dealing with the church is going to be the third article. Uh, so I think how this game is going to work that you're going to lay something before us and we identify which article this deals with. Now, how would I do? Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. I'm thinking of changing the rules though. Do I get all five points? So close. Yeah, you can have all five points. That's all fine. Right. Uh, okay. So I'm, the main religion, by the way, in Tunisia is Islam. Hmm. Surprise! Comes from the ancient city of Tunis. Shocker. Uh, I can't. How is this country? This here country in Africa? I've never even heard of it, by the way. It's crazy. Okay. Twenty-four states. So, <laughs> welcome back to the okay, show. Okay, so Pastor I will name. Uh, <laughs> don't get, don't distract me. I'm looking on Wikipedia. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess I'll play along here. So I'm going to name something, and then you got to tell which uh, article of Creed it's from. This is good to play at home, by the way, with your kids. It's kind of like Ten Commandments in the news, except for it's not Ten Commandments. It's the articles of the Creed. Nice. Uh, now, I do not think you can name anything that is outside of the articles of the creed and that is good i just don't think it's huh. possible all right let's see let's we can try. try that at the end if we run out of time because i got about a dozen of these things here we can roll through them pretty quick though so here's a warm-up ready ready hamburgers hamburgers <laughs> all right uh this is gonna uh deal with uh things that support my this body and life uh things that i eat uh so i'm gonna say first article that's right 
Congratulations. Do I get five one points point? for each one of these? One? Come on. Oh, sure. You're sure stingy. Right. Fine. High five. All right. Five points. Fine. You're up to ten. Um, let's see here. Uh, next one. Ready? Ready. The Psalms. The Psalms. I am going to say... Is there a lot of... Can there be overlap between these articles? No. No? Okay. No. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Well, this is my thought process because... uh, you, I, I was mentioning in describing the third article, you have, you know, for example, baptism and the Lord's Supper, which delivers this gift of salvation won by the second article. So you, I mean, you say that um, you're baptized and forgiven. Oh, well, that would be a third article item, but uh, it's also a second article because you're it's the the Lord's gift of salvation. What do you think? True, although the second uh, article, the creed, is really going to give us the gift. And maybe here's the point, is that the, in the creed, the Lord is outlining gifts. So okay. in one, we have the Father giving himself to us with um, with creation. In the second article, we have the Son giving himself to us specifically with redemption. And then in the third, we have the Holy Spirit with uh, forgiveness and, and, uh, and justification and sanctification. Uh, and the church, etc. Okay. So the there's the second article is particularly limited. Okay. Then I will say that uh, the Psalms would be included in the third commandment. The, the Psalms being uh, obviously included in in Holy Scripture, God's holy word, and God's word speaking forth to us um, makes us righteous. Uh, faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of God, uh, including the Psalms. So this is a third article gift. Yeah, third article. Um, Five, yes. Five in fact, points. we say it in the creed. Uh, he spoke by the prophets. Remember that? Yes, I do remember that. Okay, now that's fifteen. Next, sticks. <laughs> uh, I I think I'm not sure. I think that sticks are a part of uh, God's <laughs> wonderful creation. So I'm gonna go with <laughs> that. Sticks are a first article gift. Right. Very good. That was my favorite one, by the way. When I thought of that, I said, ooh, that's a good one. Sticks. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, wait, wait. I, I'll, we'll go back and forth because I want to challenge you then to think of something that is not a first, second, or third article gift and and by your thesis should not be good for us. Yeah. Okay, ready? Go. Wait. I'm supposed to do that? Yeah, yeah. We're mixing it up. You, this is an audible. Change of, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to research t- uh, Tunisia and also play this game with you. And now you want me to invent something totally new? Sorry to ask of you focus. concentration on the radio show of which you're on. Now, and now wait a minute. Wait a minute. I just told you that there's nothing that doesn't fall outside of the commandments and that's not good for us. And you want me to think of something that does that? Oh, I thought you were implying then that things that fall outside these three are then bad for us. Oh, bad. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, because I was going to put, I think I was going to put down on this um, on this list something like cancer. Aha, uh-huh, okay. Something like that. Yeah, okay. Point made. All right, Which I don't think it can be qualified as a first article gift. I will give you... It does you... have to do with the first article. What would have to happen, what medicine to treat cancer would be the first article gift that would uh, apply to it, and the blood of Jesus, which which sees us through death to life, would be the second article gift that we would apply to someone having cancer. All right. I will give you five of my Table Talk radio points. All right. Let's continue. Next round. Uh, okay. The blood of Jesus. 
Ooh, I think that one is going to be the third. Oh, no, second article gift. The third uh, article. <laughs> this is a, I like right. this game. Five more points. <laughs> Just because you get so many points. Now the blood. Uh, it, you know, it took me a little while to. Um, I was reading the large catechism the other day, and to get what Luther was saying, because he'll say there's a word in each of the in each of the articles of the creed that we got a key on. So, the word in the first article is creator. The word in the third article is holy. Holy Spirit makes us holy. The word in the second article is the word Lord. And and the reason why it took me a little while is because we normally think of Lord as the person that bosses you around, but Lord is the person who has um who has redeemed you, who has paid the price to have you. That's what Lord means. So when Jesus says, uh, 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 I believe in uh, Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, what we're saying is that Jesus is the one who has paid the price to have us. Our, he's paid our redemption uh, so that we would be his. So uh, so that's right. And the price that he pays for our redemption is his own blood, not with gold or silver, but with his holy precious blood and his innocent suffering and death. Okay, ready for some more? Uh, yeah, but so within that, you also have that uh, that he keeps you to all, all blessedness and all eternity. So uh, is that second article? Yeah, it's kind of the second article as it extends into the third, which is really quite interesting. Because the first reaches into the second insofar as Jesus takes ah, upon himself flesh nice. and blood to redeem us. And then the second reaches into the third insofar as the Lord Jesus gets the gifts that he wins in our redemption to us. So you have this. So they, huh. uh, within each article, there's a story, but in the whole creed, there's a story too. There's a flow to the whole thing. It's really quite beautiful. Yeah, that's nice. I like that. Okay, ready for the next one? Yes. Birds. Birds. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why these are so funny. Uh, first article. Uh, birds uh, are given to us, uh, part of God's wonderful creation. Uh, we enjoy them. We should also say that that all these things in the first article are given then for us, for our service. I think we talked about this before, like with, with the animals, that uh, so then it's not wrong, it's not sinful then to, uh, uh, for example, to, to shoot a deer and to, to eat that deer. That's not wrong, but uh, we, we do at the same time want to be good stewards of this creation that we've been, we've been given. We don't want to be wasteful. Uh, so, What are you, some sort of hippie? Here's the next one. Absolution. Absolution <laughs> is the third article. Uh, Table Talk Radio, your green radio show. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you saying that, uh, that you have to be a hippie to, to say that you should be a good steward of God's creation? Is Mostly. that what you're saying? Yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> Send your comments to prbw at tabletalkradio.org. I, li- I prefer to say having dominion. Fine. That's fine. The other day we were playing with rocks in the creek, and, uh, you know, the kids and I were... And I said, this kid is having dominion. <laughs> we were redirecting the waterways. Probably breaking the law in Colorado. Made the stream go up towards the bank a little bit, you know? <laughs> Probably so. Would have been in Oregon, too. Uh, the absolution, ab- absolution is, is third third article. Third article. All right. We're done already with this segment? Yeah. That one, I still got a handful. I'll do a few more go, on the other go side. Go, and then, Quick, uh, go. Uh, okay. Table Talk Radio. Is that outside? It's not good for... Okay, uh, this, this would be... Uh, ah, we'll, I'll think about it over the break. We'll be right back. She's got Facebook, MySpace, MSN2. She's got Bebo, YouTube. She's Twitter and you. And I'm calling, but she don't want to know. I'm falling, 
me why, but you've been listening to Table Talk Radio. There's an online world where I am king of a little website dedicated to me. With pictures of me and a list of my friends and an unofficial record of the groups that I'm in. Before the internet, friendship was so tough. You actually had to be in people's presence and stuff. Who would have thought that with a point and a click, I would know that Hope Floats is your favorite place. Here he comes, Facebook. 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 I'm hooked on Facebook. All right, Facebook status theology is next. Here Facebook on Table praise Talk. song. <laughs> I bet you resonate a lot with that song. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, friendship was so tough before Facebook actually had to be in people's presence. <laughs> what did you say before we were recording? I was talking about how we need to emphasize the vocation of friend, and you said, not me. <laughs> All right, you have before me a very interesting uh, entry for name that article of the creed. What was it again? Table Talk Radio. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think... <laughs> Been meditating on it, I can see. <laughs> okay, I think that this is third article in so far as uh, Table Talk Radio brings the listener um, God's word. However, I think for most radio shows, uh, you know, like your your friend Rush Limbaugh that you like to imitate uh, all the time. Brown, 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 brown. I will say that would be a first article gift. What do you think of that? Probably. So radio, first article. Table talk radio, third article. Like talking, first article. Preaching, third article. Yeah. Uh, now, I, that's, think I, uh, that's, I get 10 uh, points for that one. That was kind of tough. Where it falls in, I mean, this is, um, of course, what Evan and I hope and pray for is that what we're, what we're doing here is, is bringing um, a bit of entertainment, which would be first article. Uh, and mixing it up with the Lord's uh, rightly divided law and gospel. And that is third article. So there'd be some joy and edification and nonsense and good theology. Yeah. And we realize that usually the uh, entertainment factor is usually pretty low, but uh, maybe there'll be a smirk in there somewhere. (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) Yeah, we'd had no Jane treadmill warnings this show. We've got to start doing the – remember with the Jane who said she fell off the treadmill because she was laughing at our show? Uh And she wanted a warning for excellence. So that would be the Jane treadmill warning of excellence. Yeah. How would it be? Well, there's uh, th- we should make the distinction then between someone who laughs at our show for various reasons. Um, there are those who laugh at our show because of its ridiculousness, uh, and then then laughs at our show for well, I think that's the only reason people laugh at our show. All right, we need to get to this game, and I I have I have one to talk about here. On uh, hey, by the way, what do you think about that game? Which article the creed? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I got 30 points out of it, so that's pretty good. Don't know what you're going to do with that. You know what? One of my uh, uh, words was going to be tentatio. Oh, too bad. What article that's from? Too bad we ran out of time. Mm. You have a Facebook status? How do you have that? Yes, I got someone emailed me. Someone emailed me a, a Facebook status theology entry. So I am so <laughs> excited. Sound, I get to participate. <laughs> You're like, what is this? This comes to us from Facebook? Stephanie. I, I have to commend Stephanie for being a very, very wise Table Talk Radio listener to know that if she wants her her entry to be on the air, she needs to email it to me at questions at tabletalkradio.org. Uh, and here's here's the entry. Funny, oh, this is good, uh, or not good. Um, 
funny how the taste of bread and grape, uh, in the taste of bread and grape, there's no voice saying to the unloved, you are loved. There's no voice? Yeah. So funny how, funny how in the taste of bread and grape, there's a, oh, okay, I need to read this right. Funny how in the in the taste of bread and grape, there's a voice to the unloved, unlovable, you are loved. So I read that wrong the first time. Funny how in the taste of bread and grape, there's a voice saying to the unlovable, you are loved. That is one of the things about Facebook is you do have to be able to read. <laughs> That's why I don't have an account. <laughs> Look at all these letters. <laughs> all these words and sentences. Uh, all right, so uh, that's Facebook status. That's uh, interesting. Assuming uh, we assume that the taste of bread and grape would be the Lord's Supper. Yes, although it would leave you questioning if that is what it's talking about, because I don't know that the Lord. Yeah, I get. I guess so. So okay. So the, there, but there's a voice saying to the unlovable, "You are loved." Yeah, I kind of like that. I mean, it sounds a little bit like Luther's. Heidelberg Disputation, which I don't love, Luther's Heidelberg Disputation. Go ahead, throw rocks. All you guys love it. Fine. <laughs> I can take it. I don't love Luther's Heidelberg, but he says a few nice things in there, uh, including um, that uh, man's love seeks an object of affection. God's love creates the object of affection. And what he yeah, means nice. there is that uh, we look for something that's lovable to love. God looks for uh, something unlovable, and he makes us lovable, namely by forgiving our sins. So perhaps that's what's going on. Hmm. I mean, I think that's what's happening there. Yeah, okay. I got one. See, okay, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. You assume the worst of fa- You assume that a sp- Facebook st- status is unorthodox, don't you? I do. <laughs> uh, when I when I read this so hastily, I thought that it was it was bashing. Um, uh, an orthodox view of the Lord's Supper, to, so to say that, you know, uh, to, to bash a sacramental view of the Lord's Supper, that um, it, it, it's just a practice so that uh, there's no voice, you know, that, that it's not enough to, to, to receive the Lord's Supper. But I, mm-hmm. I, I no, 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 I, I'm saying I, when I read it too hastily, I, I, I thought that, but... Uh, now no, that you need to learn to na- meditate. On now, Facebook now that I'm, I'm using, now that I'm reading all the words of the sentence, uh, that really helps a lot. So I have to. <laughs> uh, you never know. Sometimes it's more fun just to read a few of them. It's like that. Here's a, that, that thing that you get in your email sometimes, where like every other word is removed, but you can still follow along the whole thing. That's how I read all the time. <laughs> nice. Uh, how about this one? Love of my life, look deep in my eyes. There you will find what you need. I'm the giver of life. I'll clothe you in white. My immaculate bride you will be. Oh, come running home to me. I think this has your your mysticism uh, scale going off the charts. (laughs) 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 The person who posts this on our Facebook status says, I was asking if it was a love song to a girl, and the response is, uh, it's supposed to be a love song from God to his bride, the church. Anyway. Yes. When are we going to release those interviews that we did with the the praise writer gurus? I know. I I wonder if I should, um, because I've been, you know, kind of poking around trying to get a few more, but I never get any responses. must be on their radar. Yeah, that's it. Mysticism. You want another one? To most, just respond to this thing here. To most Christians, the Bible's like a software license. Nobody actually reads it. They just scroll to the bottom and click, I agree. <laughs> I do that. Don't do you do that? Installing a On new software, software license or in the Bible? Uh, in the software license. You know, you're selling a new, you download Adobe Acrobat Reader and 
and you have to agree to this thing before you can install it. So you have to, you know, they can't. It won't let you just go on without you know, moving the scroll bar. You have to scroll all the way at the bottom, then you then it'll let you move on. Um, so this spider's you don't read that whole thing. <laughs> Shut up. I got a pile of I got a pile of like eight thousand pages here to read before I can agree to all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. So this person's saying you know, just like all of us do that. Um. So people also just kind of. Uh, they have the Bible. They they deal with the Bible, but they don't read it or obey it or anything. So, right, which is a denial of our attribute of the Scriptures. Remember our sixth attribute of the Scriptures. We got six attributes. The Bible is inspired, inerrant, infallible, efficacious, clear, and awesome. And so that would be a denial of the sixth attribute of the Scripture, <laughs> the awesomeness of the Scripture. Right. Where whereas. Um, the software agreement has none of those attributes, including right. the last one. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's right. Man, that agreement was awesome. All right, what else you got? Uh, let's see here. For um, for true texts, close the phone and open the Bible. <laughs> so we oftentimes refer to a, a passage of Scripture as a text, especially a pastor will likes to do this in the sermons. Um, but, the, you know, the text says this or that. Uh, and so, play on words, uh, text is uh, also what we send on our cell phones, so we should read the text of the Bible rather than our cell phones, which is probably, hey, right. probably Here, true. Here's one. Here's a Facebook says, and try to pick uh, where, where this comes from. We are like leaves of a tree, and the divine is the tree. We each have this seed of the divine within us, but we seek it externally. We shall never find or know it. We shall only see forms of it, reminding us that it exists. The divine exists within us. Only when we start looking within would we then come to know and believe this. We are each of the divinity. This comes from that Native American tribe that I quoted earlier uh, that, that say that the Lord's Supper is to rediscover your innate goodness. Is that is that where this comes from? Nope, nope, nope. You're not going to believe it. What? This comes from a Muslim. <laughs> Muslim mysticism. <laughs> um, I wonder if you could. I wonder if there's. Well, never mind. But there's got to be. There's got to be a Muslim praise song movement. We got to track that down. You think so? Uh, no. I did see a, a video someone sent me one time of a, a Muslim kind of just making a decision for Muhammad, <laughs> asking Muhammad into your art, kind of a thing. Because uh, you have to say this thing in Arabic, and, and you know, then you're then you're in. So, all right. Well, that's going to conclude our show. Congratulations for making it to the end. And thank you for listening to this edition of Table Talk Radio. Where the points are like clicking like on Evan's Facebook page. (laughs) You've been listening to Table Talk Radio. The views expressed on this show are that of the hosts and do not reflect the views or opinions of this station. We would like your feedback on today's show. Call us toll free. 1-800-385-SOLA. That's 1-800-385-SOLA. Or send us an email, questions at tabletalkradio.org. You can listen again to this show or any of our past shows on our website, tabletalkradio.org. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time to Table Talk Radio.